Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and today I'd like to show you how to make this little storage caddy out of an old book cover. Uh, could be a new book cover too, but a book cover um, and this this houses some watercolor paper that I have been collecting uh, over the years. Just uh, things I've picked up at garage sales and yard sales. It's kind of a mixed mush of different sizes and different types and different shades of white and I grab from this a lot when I'm making my journals but you could also store in her here uh, this is nice to do the wall oh, the wallpaper the uh, watercolor paper in because the book cover protects the papers from getting curled I used to store them in manila folders and they would end up getting curled as I shoved more things into the drawers and uh, or my uh, little storage cubbies that I have here but this hard cover protects everything nicely and it can also protect your um, finished pieces if you want to use this as a portfolio but um, let's say you want to store scrapbook paper and you don't want it to get crushed on the edges or you're traveling and maybe this would be a sturdy way to carry it in a in a scrapbooking case um, um, so you could do eight by eight six by six you know and or you know I mean it would really house a lot of things it all depends how big your book is and I remember I remember I recommend uh, um, getting a book that is uh, bigger than what you would use for a junk journal and also one that would accommodate the size of whatever it is you're trying to store these particular books that I am using today happen to be a little bit bigger than what I normally use for journals they are um, 10 inches tall by 8 inches wide and um, they have, well, this done one, I've used some material to make a little gusset on the side. It's open on the bottom. I call this airflow, but it's, it's absolutely fine. And then I have also lined it with some decorative paper. And uh, um, it's very easy to make. And then you can just decorate it as you like. And we'll just go ahead and do this. This will probably be a two-parter. So everybody can relax and snuggle in. And I'll put a link at the end of the video for the next part. And you can also find it below the video. Um, you'll find links to part one and two, just depending on where you, where you arrived in the circuit. Okay, so now I've already gone ahead and I've picked a book that has, um, it has about um, an inch, inch and a half uh, board, probably at least an inch and a half um, spine because uh, you want room to put stuff, right? If you have a really narrow spine, you won't be able to fit that much stuff, but it depends what you're storing, so I leave that up to you. Okay, so I have picked out some uh, pretty pages that I'm going to use to decorate the front and the back. Uh, just from a uh, book that I have and uh, these are just for my own personal use so it's okay to use I can tear up uh, books that I have and use them for things that I uh, uh, I'm going to be keeping myself and um, I am going to go ahead and just glue this little piece down so you want to remove another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Move the text block from your book. And uh, I've gone ahead, or the signature block, and um, I've gone ahead and done that already. But I'm going to link a video so that you can see how that's done if you haven't done that before. And there's just a couple little tricks and tips on that. Um, okay, so you remove the block. 
And so you've just got the spine and the two covers. So the first thing we're going to do is uh, cover these with something if you want to. Okay, now I could totally leave these blue because blue is very pretty, but I thought it'd be fun just to jazz it up. So I have gone ahead and cut out some, uh, I had some scrapbook paper, which I seriously need to use. So I went ahead and just um, measured it. Actually, I didn't measure it. That's long. I, uh, I laid the big piece down and I just marked exactly, um, you know, where I wanted to cut it here. Um, a little uh, mark here and then a little mark down here. And then I just used those to intersect and cut them on my guillotine. So that's how I did that. Um, but uh, now I'm just going to go ahead and I think today I'm going to use Fabrifix to glue this down, but you can use any kind of glue that you like. Fabrifix is a good glue for paper to paper, paper to fabric and fabric to fabric and that's uh, very strong and, and it's um, uh, one of my favorites but certainly use whatever you like you could use a wet white glue you could use a glue stick um, you could use anything you like but I am going to use this one just because it grabs fast Whoop. okay and I'll do the big X yeah and I'll just do a little bit back and forth here can you see all this going on yeah, I hope so all right, you would let me know, right? Yeah, you guys are good with that. All right, <clears throat> so let's slap this pup down. And orientation doesn't really matter because it's going to be on the inside. I just want to make sure that uh, it's sealed well around the edges, especially where I'm going to go in and out of the book a lot or un out of the uh, caddy a lot. So especially this edge and this edge. Okay, you really want to make sure that's sealed. Okay, it would be nice if it was sealed everywhere too. It's okay if a little bit of the color shows down here because I'm not the best measurer in the world, but uh, that's gonna be very deep in the book and that's not gonna, book, it's a caddy and it's uh, not gonna really show because it's deep in the caddy. All right, so we have that and uh, we're also gonna cover down here with some material so that'll even hide that more. So let's go on to part, uh, the second piece here. Okay, and this is, um, Fabrifix inside this bottle. I just use this bottle because it's a little easier to get a thin stream of Fabrifix so we don't go through it so fast because it's not the cheapest stuff in the world. And um, uh, just makes your glue last a little bit longer because often we end up using too much glue anyway. And uh, this just, uh, it's an icing piping bottle and you can get these anywhere. I put a link in my Amazon store below, but you can probably find these in most of the Hobby Lobbies and Michaels where they have the cake decorating section. I think they would sell them there, I would imagine. But if not, you can definitely get them on Amazon and, and probably other places too. Okay. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Okay, we're going to go ahead and put this down. All right, that's pretty easy, right? Yeah, you could come here with a brayer, do all that stuff. But I think hand tool works perfectly fine here. This is not, an, you know, an emergent thing or anything. I probably should have painted the cover first, but you know what? Let's just do it now. Okay. That's the way it goes sometimes, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And let me actually cover this. Let's see how long that is. Okay, this is 10 tall, so I cut a piece of fabric. Um, at one and a half inch spine, I cut the fabric to three inches wide, 10 inches long to accommodate the book size. And I think I'm just going to glue that down now because I'm in here. Oh, wrong glue. And then we'll just be done with that part. All right. Lots of glue here. All right. A little bit there. A little bit there and we'll probably have to come back in a little bit more with a little more to tack down the little mystery edges um but this is good to get us rolling okay here we go and this is on the inside of our caddy 
Okay. Smooshing. Smooshing. Getting off that a little bit. Yeah, it's probably a little long. Okay. Let me just trim this a little bit because we are going to be gluing another thing on top of this. Oh, now I'm going to get fabric glue on my fabric scissors. I'll have to clean that with acetone after to get that all nicey nice. If there's any other way to get that off of there, let me know. I'm always open to sewing tips and tricks. It's my, uh, it's my area where I, I get to learn the most. Yes. <laughs> How exciting is that? Okay. So here we go. Let's just tack this little thing down because we don't want things getting stuck on this edge when you uh, pop things in there. You want easy ingress and egress, right? In and out. Just make it simple. Um, okay. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, no, we're not so glued down there. All right. Going along here. It's always better to glue on what you're tacking down as opposed to guessing where you're supposed to put it. Otherwise, you're going to get all sorts of glue strings and things like that and shiny things along here from your glue. So just a little tip from the trenches. Glue um, the thing you want to put down. Yeah, like I am doing. I want to put down this fabric to cover the spine. And that is where I'm putting my glue. So I know I'm just gently tapping it down. I'm like not smush hard, just tapping. Yeah, get it into place. All right. And that will all become one and that will be great. So now we're going to do the sides. Okay, let me just reorient you here. So we're going to put fabric in these, this area and this area, which is going to make it look like this. Yes, and this. Okay. And the flexibility of the fabric is going to allow um, gusseting, natural gusseting. Um, Gusseting without fussing. How about that? Yep. Decide what uh, fabric you want on the outside to show. So I want the little pretty flowers to show. But wait, before I do that, I'm retreating and I'm going to continue with my painting of the book cover. Okay, so let's see how we're going to do this. Now, most of the book cover itself will be covered. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time uh, because I'm going to put these pictures on it. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time painting all of this, but I do want to paint the spine and the edges. Okay. So let me go ahead and do that. I just got some good old dried up gesso here, white gesso, put a little water in there to soften it up a bit. I'm going to get a, what have I got? Got a, I got a makeup sponge. You could use a brush or something. Oh, it's getting kind of dry in there. I have another one. Maybe I'll get the other one out. This one's kind of dry. Hold on. And I'm back. Hi. Um, this is white acrylic gesso. And I think I have a link to this down below, but this is a good, you know, staple. Everybody probably needs a, a jar of that just because you can cover up so many ungodlies with it. Yes. Yes, you can. Okay. So let's just paint this quickly. And uh, this is where I get paint all over my desk. And then I clean it up after. Um, and thin coats are probably best because you can layer it and make it thicker. And, uh, you know, and if you don't like what is on the spine, you can always change it. You can cover it with material. Um, you can decorate it. You can put bling on it. You can do all sorts of things. But remember, um, it probably will sit in the, this location a lot as you're digging through looking for things. So you don't want to have a lot of bumpies on the back. So I would just go for, um, oh, Oh Lord, I just dumped out all my fussy cuts on the ground. That's okay. <laughs> it's like it never happened. I'll, I'll get to that later. Um, so let me just go ahead and put a few coats of this on and then I'll blow dry it with my heat gun. And uh, I know I'll heat gun dry it. It's not a real blow dryer. It's a heat gun. Uh, let me get all 
official. Okay. And uh, let me run, run around the edges. Yep. Okay. And you can also ink these edges as well. So they don't look so stark white or stark red or whatever it is that you're working with. Like, dang it. Paint everywhere. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to make a mess because we will clean it up one day, right? That's what we tell ourselves. Yeah, boy, I'm knocking everything over today. Okay, let me just mute all this red. I'm knocking it back because I don't want in your face red in, in this particular project. So I'm just kind of, whoop, yeah, there, it's all over on my thing. Um, this is where it would be very handy to have a wet nap. And you come flying in by the seat of your pants for the save of the day. Yeah, with your wet nap. Okay, so have one of those if you're painting because it will just make your life easier. And uh, go ahead and finish that up. And you can always put on more after if you feel like you didn't get enough. But um, let me go ahead and finish this little area. Toss that off to the, the netherworld. It's covering pretty good. It's a nice thick white. Um, it's kind of like a, a house paint almost. I've seen other people use house paint and it seems to work well too. So, you know, if you don't have gesso or you don't want to spend the money on gesso, go rummage around in your garage or attic. Maybe you'll have an old can of, uh, you know, flat white house paint. That might work as well too. And, uh, okay, so that's getting us started. All right, let me do some drying and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm putting on another little second coat here because uh, I just... Uh, want to hide the red more, knock it back a little bit. I don't mind if a little board, a little board, I'm reading this. <laughs> I don't mind if a little bit shows through, um, but because uh, I can always ink over it and do stuff like that, but I just really want to knock the seriousness of it on its patootie. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Can you see? No. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. Okay. And we're back to drying. Okay. So that's my base. I can always build up more, but at this point, I think I'm just going to move forward with the process and just see where it takes us. So I have, uh, I've knocked back a bit on the edges and when you mute down red, it kind of looks pink and I'm, I'm, I'm down with pink. So, uh, that's okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So probably be a good idea to wipe this off because I'm going to be working on here and I don't want to get white streaks on everything, but it really won't matter because I'm going to go for an aged vintage look and uh, grungy and everything goes in that world, right? Right? So here we go. All right. So we are pretty much have our inside done already. So now let's just do the, um, um, oh gosh, I should rinse that out. Hang on. Okay. I just uh, rinsed it quickly and tossed it in a plastic bag because I'm probably going to grab it again, but I just didn't want it to get all dry. And oh, Hang on. I know. I, he I hear you. I hear you. I'm putting it on right now. Okay. I put it in a plastic bag, rinsed it and put it in here because I'm probably going to use it again. So that will keep it from drying. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and put our sides on. So what I did was I cut some strips that were approximately a little longer than eight by three. Um, and these are two uh, do our side gussets. So let's go ahead and adhere those. And that's just um, calling upon the great world of Fabrifix again. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again, since we are doing fabric, I'm telling you to what you glue you should put down, and I'm not doing it. Um, okay, so let me do that. Okay, so I'm going to glue from here. Here. I don't know how far I should go. Not all the way, because this didn't go all the way. All right, but let me get some serious glueage on here. This one I probably put a little bit more glue, because this is going to be a weight-bearing uh, thing. So don't chintz on the glue in this department right now. You want to go full, full, whole hog glueage. All right. Now, yeah, probably should have only done one side at once. Take it right down to where the, right before where the spine starts to bend. So let me show you. See, doesn't go right into the spine. It goes just to before. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that gives you that. And I uh, pull it down a little bit more. And that's going to, oh yeah, it stuck it to my, to my desk. That's wonderful. Don't stick this there yet. You want to do the bottom one first. I didn't do that. I remember when I was making this, I, I put, oh, it was, a, it was hard to make because I didn't do that first. So don't do that. Um, let's just go ahead and glue this one down now. Can you see? Yeah. All right. Nice, big, thick bead of glue right up until where the spine folds. Okay. You don't really need to do finger tool here because it's not something that's going to show. But I'm going to go ahead and put that there that there and smoosh it okay so now we are smooshed and in place so now this is the trickiest part befuddled me before let's see I already have some glue there should I put this glue on yet oh I don't know um let me let me let me put it on because I already got the other one on oh and it's on right now this is important you want to put it on the 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 pattern side okay because that's going to glue to the inside of the caddy on the other piece Probably gonna have to re-glue here because this is all drying now. So I'm coming in with a re-glue. All right, look at that. Oh, oh, now this is gonna work a lot better. All right, so you're gonna decide how much pooch you want in your pucker. All right, I'm gonna have a little bit and uh, line that up. Now, let's just think about this as we do this. As we close this, you want some gappage. Okay, so you don't wanna just do it flat because this is going to be tight. So you want to Maybe lift it up maybe about an inch or so, and then aim for that same locale just above the spine. And this is where you hope to God you get it straight. And we'll figure it out if we do. All right, there, there. Can you see this? Oh, oh okay. And um, it's kind of good, like if you've got fingers. If you have fingers, you can get in there and smoosh it a little bit, okay. And what else works very well is a long ruler. Okay. All right. Oh, now that's running all over the place. So you need to, you need to settle down and decide where you're going to set up camp, Mister, because this is not going to happen on my watch. All right. It, okay. Coming down. There we go. Okay. Now here we're talking. All right. Here we go. All right. Let me get in there and lay you flat. All right. We've laid you flat. Remember to lift your spine up. So it doesn't lay down flat when you're doing this. And then uh, come in there and tuck that in where you want it to be. 
and your gusset width of choice. All right, I moved my gusset width of choice to reposition my gusset width, width of choice. You can't see any of this, can you? No, oh, okay. All right, and then I'm gonna push that down with my ruler. This is probably why I only made one of these. <laughs> it wasn't as easy as I thought. Okay, so now at this point, I'm hoping everything is adhered. I'm just gonna go in and gently. Now what I can do is I can come in here where it seems to be like far away. I can add extra glue in there and glue that there, which I think I will do now. Okay, so let's do this where you guys can see something. Okay, holding that open a little bit. Open gussets. I wonder if you could sew this too. That might be, that might be something to think about. Those seamstresses. Oh, you're not in the picture, Pam. Seamstresses of the world that maybe uh, you could go through a book cover. You probably need a super strong needle for that, I would imagine. Okay, let me just try that. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me get in there with the too many things on my desk. I need uh, another set of hands. Okay, so this is what I'm doing. I'm using the ruler to push it up there. And I'm hoping it's grabbing. Just give it a second to grab. Okay, now I'll probably want to do the same thing on this side. All right, I'm going to squish some glue in there. All right, here it comes. All right, squishing, squishing. That should bring it up to the top. Look at you, look at you down there. Okay, and I'm gonna take the same ruler, hold it like this. Oh yeah, that's lovely. All right, there, okay. Yeah, I think the, doing the ruler thing seems to help. Okay, I seem to have a wider gusset at the top, but I'm just gonna roll with that. Just gonna roll with that, yeah, yeah. And if you push it together, that should adhere it to both sides. Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and try the other side. Okay. Let me back up just a little bit for you. Okay. Um, okay, same thing here. See, I've got the gaparoo. Now we're going to fill in the gaparoo with some more glue, glue globs. More Fabrifix to the rescue. I would use a stronger glue here in general. Fabrifix is a good one, but you can use whatever you like, um, just because you, it's going to be pulled on. That's why you want something that's going to hold. Um, of course you may not be as, uh, you know, crazy as me with your papers and stuff. So maybe it won't be such a big deal, but yeah, and just get that in there and, and squeeze it against your ruler. And that should approximate all the edges, bring all the edges close together. Okay. All right. Okay, so at this point, I think it's okay if we trim our little edge there. I'll pull out my fancy. Um, and do I want to fold that down? Make it all pretty? That could look, that looks kind of pretty if I fold it down, doesn't it? it? Might give me a nice edge. Yeah, let me try that. All right, so let's put some glue on the top of this. I didn't do this before, so this is uh, venturing out into new areas. What are we at? Okay, we're still good, time wise. Keep going here, Maybe a little bit here. And now we're just gonna flip it in back upon itself and make a little lip, a little lip. 
And you guys are probably going to be so much neater about this than me. But uh, I think this is going to work. I think it is. Okay, make sure you get that, that all tacked down. You might have to go in there and reinforce a little bit. Flip it around. We're going to do the other side now. That seems kind of long. Let me, let me, let me wallop off half of this. Don't need all that. So we can use, we can use you for a myriad of things in the future. All right. So just as long as you have enough to flip over, I would say an inch would be plenty. Inch would be plenty. All right. There we go. Um, I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to say about this, like ways to make it easier. Like, yeah, if you would have done this and that, it would have been so much easier. And I want to, I want to hear that because, uh, you know, I like, I like when things are easy and, uh, but, but this thing was so darn handy. I thought, you know, and I was looking at it for so long thinking, should I show them? Should I show them? And you like, here I am. I, I finally, today's the day. Okay. So that's all nice and neat, needy pie. That's all nice and neat, needy pie. Okay. And now we, we're, look at that. Now we're just down to decorating. And um, if, you know, a little area came undone or a little bit, you can always go back in there and just smushy glue it more. And that's fine. But you have your general basic shape and you are good. See, some of my, my paint is already coming off. Um, but I am going to go ahead and put on these pretty papers. I'm going to put that on the front. I just think that's really pretty. Um, I think it needs to be trimmed a little bit. So let me do a little trimming. Yeah, I think I'm going to let it sit right inside of all this loveliness. So maybe you can start here. See how it in the oh, you're way over there. What are you doing way over there? Let me show you. Okay, so I want this to this piece of paper to sit inside of the the edges. So I'm going to put it where I would like it to be and, and make it straight. But then here I'm going to decide how far I want it to go. And I don't want it to go farther than say here. Okay. So that's my one line. And then I need one other line here. How high up from the bottom do I want it? Let's say here. So now I'm going to go cut a piece here and cut a piece here. And then I think I'm going to cut these both at the same time because then they will uh, both have the same dimensions. Okay. So put you back to normal size. I'll be right back. Okay. I, uh, I cut those two so I have them and uh, let's go ahead and put this one on this side and I am going to have to reinforce the edges but that's okay or col col color around here more but I'm going to have that encroach upon the picture itself so I'm okay with that yeah that's what I tell myself okay um let me ink this just uh, to give it a little bit of dimension while we're here and we're in town and we've stopped by the local tavern to have some chili because it's famous. And you know, that's what you do when you're in town. See, I'm pretending I'm traveling because I can't travel. So I'm traveling in my mind. Yes, I'm going places, I'm doing things. That's right. Life is grand. <laughs> it's dandy grandy. Okay, why can't I find my brown? Cause it's on my desk, that's why. Okay, and there it is. We'll use walnut stain this time walnut stain okay i hope that focused that's distressing walnut stain and let's just go around and we'll just hew this in a little bit anchor up going around the mountain back around the town through the valley i'm see i'm traveling again taking the long way home mm -hmm. anybody else miss traveling i miss traveling I'm a big travel bug. I like to go places. 
and I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> I'll ride this out. Yep, I don't care how long it takes. Whatever it is, I really have no choice, right? I'll just sit here and ride it out. Paper craft. <laughs> Paper craft my way through COVID. And, uh, you know, we all find our ways to, to deal with the COVID uh, new normal. And, uh, you know, this is kind of a fun way. Hey, you know, you stay home. Why not craft? I think that's an awesome option. Always good in my books. Gets me away from the computer screen. I am doing things, making things. Okay, that's pretty. I like that. All right, so now, 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 I'm going to grab Mod Podge. And I want to specifically grab Mod Podge for this. And this is my theory. Mod Podge is like, uh, is really a super wet white glue. It's like uh, white glue with water in it, basically. And uh, so it's going to make my paper wrinkle. But that's, I want the wrinkle. I know, crazy, right? But I want to do something to the top that will uh, make the wrinkle our friend. And, uh, okay, so I've got this old crusty sponge. I'm going to try and paint the Mod Podge on with. So let me just... I know I said glue the thing, but you know what? Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta do it. I just, I'm, I'm getting in here. I'm doing it. I'm breaking all my rules. Okay. You do it your way. I'll do it my way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So there, I have a nice base Mod Podge down. Now I'm going to place this. Can you see? Yeah. Okay. I'm not too far away for you guys to see. All right. That's very good. That's not bad for an eyeball. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, not too bad, right, for an old girl like me? Okay, now I can already start it to feel it warple the paper. Now, before I Mod Podge the top, I'm going to turn it over and do the same thing with... Oh, look at that. I put the other page on the front. Yeah, that's me. But I like both pages, so it's okay. We just roll with it. Does that ever happen to you? You're like, oh, I'm going to definitely put this on front, and you put the back on the front? Yep, well, that's how it happens. That's exactly how it happens. Real live entertainment here. <laughs> All right. I can't be the only one. I hope not. <laughs> All right. Got that. And now I'm going to place this. Oh, let me back up a little so you can see everything. Okay. Let me zoom in this a little bit. Oh, there. Okay. All right. So now I'm just going to place this in the same orientation as the other one. Just showing a little bit there, a little bit there, there, a little bit there. And, oh, it's kind of running around on me. Stay still, mister, and grab not, it's not as grabby as uh, Fabrifix, and I'm spoiled with the Fabrifix grab. Yeah, this is the Mod Podge slide. Yes, it is. All right, so now we're already looking knocked down. And as you can see, as predicted, we're getting our Warples. Yeah, welcome to the Warples. Yes, hello. These are my Warples. Um, that's because it's wet white glue, and it, it gets the paper wet, and the paper bubbles up and does fun stuff like that. But we're going to... Uh, Make that our friend. Yes, we are. Yes, yes, we are. Now, the ideal thing would be, well, let me back it up, sorry. Uh, let this dry. Let this dry well before you uh, go ahead and put the top on. And um, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm just going to go ahead and put it on and then see what happens. <laughs> but it, it will just dry faster for you because what I'm doing is I'm sealing in the wet stuff, so that's going to take longer to dry. So I will have to... Uh, be here blow drying, and I will I will do that off camera, so you don't have to listen to me blow dry this thing to high heaven. But you need it bony bone dry for the technique we're going to do, okay? And uh, you just get that on there really good. All right, and then let's go do the other side. That's when you kind of have to stand up now because you got the other side wet. 
and even if it goes over your edges a little bit it's okay because it is um, just a clear uh, glue so it's kind of working as a sealant that gets onto the book edges you don't really want to get it onto the fabric because then it'll be kind of hard and crusty like I just did but um, if you're really delicate and gentle you won't do that okay so now we have that so I'm going to just stand this up here for a second and I can already see the the warples growing okay um, I'm just going to put this in a little plastic bag so it doesn't dry up on me and I'm going to cover up my Maji Pudge. Where'd the lid go? Yep. Yep, there it is. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so it doesn't dry out. And then I'm going to use my heat gun on this and dry this to all heaven. Um, you can let this air dry as well. Just come back in a couple hours. It should be dry. Um, so I will be right back. Okay, I'm back with a mouthful of chocolate. Yes, I found some chocolate buried deep in the back of my cupboard because when everybody else was out buying toilet paper and hand sanitizers, I was absolutely sure all comfort food would uh, leave the store shelves very quickly and I went out and bought all the chocolate I could find apparently. And I, I recently decided after eating a lot of the chocolate that this was not good for me and I had to get rid of a lot of it. But um, I apparently missed a bag. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, glory be. Glory days. Yes, yes, yes. So I think we're going to be switching over to part two anytime now. But um, so just hang on your hat so you could just cut off and then look for part two. But almost dry here. I wanted to give you a quick update. Okay, we still have lots of um, let me zoom in. wrinkles. Can you see those? Can't see what the glass is off. Okay, let's see. Let's see what you see. Oh, there they can see some wrinkles there, right? So there are wrinkles throughout these this uh, the front and the back cover. And that actually is desirable in this case. And I saw a technique on this. I thought it was pretty cool. If I recall correctly, I think it was Artie Mays who did it. And I, th I thought, whoa, yeah, that's a way to roll with it as opposed to fight it. Um, so if you can see, these were wrinkles, but now they look like cracks in the book or the, uh, the book cover, which I think is kind of cool. Looks like a worn surface. Can you see that? See these lines? I think that came out kind of cool. Plus, your your surface feels very smooth. Right now, it feels very bumpy. Okay, and these may not be dry enough to do. Let me do a test, and I may have to let it dry a little bit longer because I'm... Oh, God! You never heard any of that. All right. This is disaster pants. Okay, uh, probably switching over. Okay. So we're, we're probably on video number two, I would imagine. Um, so basically, this, I found my microphone, yes, <clears throat> I did. My a thousand apologies. <clears throat> That's what happens when I go get some chocolate. Okay, well, I'm back. And uh, you can still see the, the wrinkles. You can still see the wrinkles on the on the um, surface and that's actually desirable because what we're gonna do is we're gonna turn those into an aging technique and we're gonna use a, um, a little device to knock these down to make it look something like this when we're done. Can you see that? So um, this is completely flat, which feels really good in the hand and nice. And these are some um, Edith Holden pages that I just uh, had. They were the right size and on they went. And uh, now it feels very smooth. And this is still bumpy because I haven't done anything to it yet. So let's do something to it. Let me, let me try and see what happens. We'll start on the back because that's, you know, it's the back. And uh, 
bring out our good flan flend slanding block okay so yeah i think i saw this Artie Mays do this and it worked out really cool and i wanted to give it a try and uh so let's see how it goes i'm using a really rough surface and i am just going to rub away now okay can you see that because it's already happening it's working can you can you see how that's happening it's taking off the top layers but at the same time it's kind of aging everything down and flattening everything out I'm being pretty aggressive. Okay. There we go. Okay. Wow, that looks pretty good, actually. Okay. Now I'm going to go in for a closer look. Can you see that? I'm just going to take a little drive tour around. And and what I can feel, which I don't, you can't see, but I can feel that it is flattening the surface. And if there's a big bubble, it's actually going to take the bubble right off. So let's see, just it's it's either going to push it down and adhere it where it needs to be flat against the paper underneath, or it's going to um, remove it. Now I do have red under here, so we don't want to go all the way through the paper, but. I do want to smoosh it down and get all the little fuzzies off. And if you do it when it's really dry, you'll probably have fewer fuzzies to deal with. Let me back you up a little bit. Okay. So now all of a sudden, let me just show you. This looks a lot more weathered. I don't know if that's showing on camera, but I'm gonna show you the other side so you can compare. And if you can see, I'm gonna try to put it on an angle so you can see, but the bumpies are gone. Gone. Yeah. Okay. So let's look at the other side. It still has a shiny surface from the natural book cover. It also, the shiny surface is amplified by the matte Mod Podge because even matte Mod Podge has some shine to it. So this one still has lots of bumps. Good bumps. Okay. So now let's go to town on this one. This one's probably been drying the longest. Here we go. It's going to scratch the surface, make some wear and tear. Kind of cool though. All right. Coming over here, doing some there. I love these sanding blocks. They're awesome. I don't know. You might be able to use, uh, you might be able to use, you know, emery boards or something like that, but I think you're going to be doing a lot more rubbing back and forth. So depending on the size of the project, that will dictate what best tool to use. Okay. Steady <coughs> taking off. The shine, <clears throat> hang on, yes, okay, so let's see what we got now. Oh, it's miraculously smooth, it's so, all right, let me show you, let me just show you the on FOSS first. Okay, I don't know if you can see, but the shine is gone and the bumps are gone. That could be the, the side angle so you can see that the bumps are really gone. So I think it just, the pressure flattens them down, flattens them down, I can, I can speak, and uh, yeah, and the red didn't come through the other side. So it's just shaving off the top layer of the paper. It's uh, wearing down the Mod Podge. It's adding little scratches. Let me zoom in so you can see the scratches. Adding little wear and tear scratches so it looks more aged. And uh, you know what we can do then? We can amplify aging with our multitude of um, uh, distressings and things like that. So let me back up a little bit. You're way too close, my goodness. All right. All right. 
going to go till I have a, a surface that I like the feel of. I'm constantly checking with my hands. There might be a little area that needs a little more rub, a little more elbow grease. It's not, it's not a hard rub, honestly. I mean, you have to rub firmly, but it's not anything anybody couldn't do. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, you know, super strength needed for this. Okay. So, yeah, I think that looks pretty cool. Not loving the uh, red edges, but I think what I'm going to do, back it up a little bit, is I am going to just come in here and sand these a bit, and I might try something else. Because I have a feeling that's going to all come off anyway, because I didn't sand it first. It would be better if you sand it first, because then you can get some tooth. And I can just paint right over that again, which I may do. Because that happens on the road to happiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? It's taking off the what the red and revealing white underneath. Oh, let me do this a little more. Hey, we're on to something. We're on to something. Yeah, who knew? One way to get rid of the red is to go below it. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, kind of like that. Better. Get rid of it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how this goes. And I can still put add colors on top of that. Now it's very... Uh, porous it is going to grab much easier now anything that i apply to it it's got some tooth say in the business some tooth. Uh, speaking of tooth <laughs> i was at the dentist yesterday yeah last week was quite the uh joy of uh the mouth experience i had to have a um a tooth pulled and a root canal and last week and then this week I had my crown put on so yeah two different teeth they were working on and um, let's just say I'm happy I can even talk at this point but uh, it's much better now and good thing I had a few little videos stored in the bank so you know didn't have to it was kind of, I didn't know if it would be hard for me to talk so I recorded a few ahead of time just in case and uh, there. Okay, well, that's, I probably don't want to go too much further there because now I'm, I'm taking apart my spine. So I might end up covering this with a little bit of material because I'm not quite sure. Oh, well, let's just see. Let's just color it and see what happens. All right. Let's put out our heavy duties. I'm going to bring out some vintage photo. Do, do, vintage photo. And uh, I'm just going to put some on this white area and see what happens. Okay, this is going around the. Okay. All right. <laughs> don't want to have too many of the circleys around, but sometimes they come in. We just got to buff them out a little bit. Just keep moving. Keep moving. All right. And we have something like that. Not so bad, huh? Yeah. Okay. And, and you can knock the whole thing down if you just go over it a little bit more. Coming on this side. All right. Doing that. Coming down this mountain. Down here. Can you see? Yep. Got good visual. Awesome. Just okay. And my lawn guy, right on cue. Yep, figures. Hang on. All right. I hope he's not too loud. Um, he kind of went away a little bit. All right. So I have gone around and just inked around, just like I did on the front. Okay. And I knocked it back a little bit so it wasn't too whitey white white, but it's got some like aging to it. And some places where I went really low with the sanding block it's even picking up darker spots which looks kind of cool i think and uh, you could even add some black let's try that let's just see what that does okay let's just hope it's not horrible 
All right, we won't know. Come too far at this point. Just like a little on the edges, just just a little bit. Okay. 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 Softening it a little bit. And a little counter counter grayish. It's bringing in a little bit of gray when you kind of smudge around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you see that? Okay. This side, a little bit of, whoops, wrong one, black, what we wanted. Just hew it in. Come in soft at first. We do the corners, see how you like it. And if you're liking that little halo vignette sort of look, you can amplify it up a little bit and you decide exactly how far you, in you want to take your amplification. And, uh, you know, don't get too worried if it's perfect or not because imperfection is the name of the game when it comes to the grunge game, okay? All right, so let us put the right caps on the right inks, put those over there. All right, so, so far, we, we're actually looking pretty good. I think um, we need some dressing around the edges and we need to do something with this spine because I'm, I'm not loving the spine. And I don't think that the, uh, the gesso is grabbing well enough. I just think it's gonna peel off over time. So I'm thinking